This is a headgum podcast. This ain't that long term vision and investing. This is time to get that cake quicker than sexton. If you about that, that's money sensation. It's time to open up your ears to twin innovation. Hey, 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 it's El Jefe here, and joined by my dear, sweet twin brother, Davey Baby Rosenberg. Howdy, folks. How y'all doing out there? You're doing pretty good. How are you doing yourself? I'm doing fantastic, Jeffrey. Yeah? You're on double duty right now. Yeah, double, triple duty. Producing, hosting. Uh, it's all sorts of fun these days. triple threat. Yes, a triple threat, and I'm barely holding it all together. Uh, you're doing quite a fine job, even though we're pretty early on on this episode. And for any new fans out there, what's this Twinovation podcast all about, Jeffrey? Uh, this podcast is about the schemes, the dreams, the misdemeans, the conscripts, hustles. Anyway, you're making that money, really, Davey. Oh, yeah. We're here to do it, baby. Uh, <laughs> and do you smell that, Jeffrey? I do. Ugh. I don't, but it smells pretty foul. Beefy. It's the beef of the week. Beef of the week. Nice. Whose voice is that? That's uh. That's the same guy that does the intro. Yes. Hmm. That's uh. Papa Bear or something like that. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to hang out with that guy more. Uh, for any of you um, Halloween uh, uh, day oneers, he opened our Halloween show in October. He did. And speaking of Halloween, yes, David, we're doing it again in around one and a half weeks. Uh, what's that date, Jeff? Uh, that will be May seventeenth at the Gutter. Uh, the link is in the show notes. Tickets are still available. We'd love not for you many, guys to though. come. There's not many still available. So remember uh, the whole idea behind. Halloween is what, Jeffrey? It's that the costumes are so much cheaper. Plus, you get the, you know, we, we're not in California right now. No, we we're not. Have, we don't have the luxury of having a nice October. Right. We have you, a you'll frigid. find uh, the whipping winds, the, the chilled freeze of a cold October air. And that's no fun to party yeah, with. You can't really it? get your slutty costumes out in mm -hmm. uh, New York City in October. It's, no, it's uh, brutal. Uh, especially at the end of October. So it's twofold. One, uh, and Kazad has been looking at costumes online and she says, holy shit, they're like, you know they're all 70 percent off they're giving them away they're, they're giving them away they're giving them away um i got an extra homer simpson costume that i'll bring just in case anyone forgets but let's not forget this is a halloween costume contest as well as a live podcast that's folks. right do you have your idea ready david i have my idea ready um my costume on the other hand uh will be some version of marge i have to imagine right right um but i'm thinking of adding other elements to her like a vampire marge yeah, or a surgeon marge. so it's like an action figure type of marge of at this course point. of course um but now that it's warm i think i can maybe uh wear the dress a little bit higher perhaps mm -hmm. something for everyone yes i'm not for my no legs, one. actually. I noticed that. Yeah, uh, my thighs more Your, so. She was covered in uh, little chips of hair. Uh, no, Selma and um, Patty. Yeah, Patty had like hair. I don't think Marge had like hair though. No, I don't believe so. Some episodes. Should Do you I know what you're going to be? No, you know what? I brought it up to you, and I think I'm just going to go through my bag of tricks. Eh, that's not really fun, though. You got to be original. You go Marge every year. But How is that original? But I'm doing uh, a vampire Marge or a surgeon Marge <laughs> right. or a lawyer Marge this year or an uh, inventor Marge. Well, I might go as Dorothy. Maybe I'll go as vampire Dorothy. That'd be fun. Right? 
Maybe werewolf Dorothy. Yeah. yeah. People haven't seen your Dorothy costume, I guess. No. But it's fantastic. You still have that? I'm pretty sure. I mean, I have a lot of stuff because I'm a hoarder. I have, I think, like a decade's worth of Halloween costumes. I have the fat suit, too. You do have the fat suit. Yeah, the fat suit's great. I recommend anyone buy the fat suit on Amazon. It's like 20 bucks. How did you, because the last Halloween show, correct me if I'm wrong, is that where you utilize the fat suit? Yes. How do we not hear the motor go off? Because you blew up during... It's a light fan, and I had it in the inside of my wrist. So I was surreptitiously... Yes. I planned to ask a fan question so you guys would look that way. Mm-hmm. And then I turned it on. It was a sleight of hand a little bit. A little bit of misdirection there. Misdirection, and uh, that's how I did it. That's um, the magician's number one coat. We got a we got a video uh, record this episode. Um uh Halloween, I, th- I think because you know the fans would like to see it. it's uh an extra add-on for our patreon i love that Dave. speaking love of that. patrons i know i'm jumping all over the place but the twinovation patreon is going strong with mm-hmm. uh some new shows from jeff if you'd like to talk about any upcoming twin reviews you might have of course of course um uh, of course tidbits and asm on mr uh as well as our yeah, on a has, separate patreon ha- move to a new forever home that's cool um, i like that uh, i respect that we urge people to look into that you gotta hustle your own way my man yeah um and uh we are also i guess not me and you jeff but goliath industries is actually dropping a new store some of the discord people saw it yeah Um, and of course the slop shop store is uh still going strong and are you taking stuff off of the slop shop putting it onto the on goliath industries no there's no twitivation merch on the goliath thing the goliath thing is more of um a dropship type of thing. That no, I'm it's all dropship, and I think you well, toss this term dropship around. And <laughs> well, I guess private labeling is is what I, I see. I, mean. I see. I yeah. see. I see. I see. So I, so you're slapping your stuff on other people's stuff to a degree on some products. Like it's that. a it's a it's a mixture. I got to show you. It's actually really cool. Um, Do you have I, a beef though? Do you I, have a beef? Well, I just wanted to say free shipping for Mother's Day and the week <laughs> after Mother's Day uh, in the slop shop and Goliath stores. Really. Um, and and then what was your my my beef? I guess my beef is with um, uh, <laughs> uh, who am I beefing with? Jeez, uh, you know any what, sort of car thing going car, on? Any car thing going any on? Any car thing? Oh, there's related. definitely some car things going <laughs> yeah, on. Some car stuff yeah, going yeah, yeah. on. Uh, yeah, I guess I'm I'm uh, exchanging cars. I'm getting a new car. Yeah. so I'm pretty excited about that. Oh, that's great. I'm working on my garden. I see you're working on yours as well, Jeff. You gotta work on the garden dave it's really the only escape from this hellhole we call life and the thing about patreon that Anna and i are finding out is that you can do blog posts so maybe um you upload a picture of your garden talk a little bit about it the inspiration behind it i'll uh-huh. i'll take a little picture of my patio you got me beat on the outside space but i do what, but you're more than I, welcome to come anytime i can even pitch the tent outside and if, if you if you ever want to do a little slumber party or we do a 24-hour Twino cast Ooh, from the backyard. Me, you and Mulio, I love it. It's not a bad idea. Is no, it? it's great. Um, that's fantastic, Jeff. Uh, I think uh, unless you have any major beefs, I think it's time to get this shoe underway. Uh, I love it, guys. This podcast is not just about beefs. It's about making that quick cash. Today, we're joined by, you know, quite frankly, he doesn't think outside the box. He is the box. I <laughs> Stuttering through that, the baby Davey Rosenberg, what do you have in store for us today? Um, 
happy you asked, Jeff. And I'm actually happy we're just talking about our gardens. So let me pose a question. What's do. the hardest part about maintaining a good garden? Maintaining a good garden, I gotta say, uh, I don't have a spigot outside, right? So I have to, I gotta take these bucket loads of water uh, in and out of the house to, to water the plants. And then uh, it, it takes maybe three or four trips. And then you gotta really do it twice a day if you're not catching that rain. That's right. So, I mean, essentially, you can go out and on, right? Uh, a gardener's work is never really done. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you didn't really even mention weeds if you have, uh, you know, a wooded area. Of course, of course. So, yeah, you'll, you'll maybe throw wood chips on. But I, I yeah, recently yeah. found out a lot of these weeds, who decides what's a weed? Just because something, you know, grows by chance it doesn't mean it doesn't serve a purpose. A lot of these weeds have certain medicinal purposes. Is that true? You know, if, say, if they get bitten by a snake, you can you can throw some of that in your mouth, chew it up, uh, specifically a specific kind of weed, of course, and then you can put that on your wound. You know, each... It's like an each, aloe? Yeah, each of these... Oh, aloe, not an aloe. It's more of a, like, like a numbing agent. What's your cacti looking like? The cacti is... She's alive and well. She's you alive know, and well. You got to get our good buddy Ryan on the podcast. He's actually starting a bit of a little cacti farm. Yeah, and Dave, you actually gave him the name for his little his succulents and the cacti, I believe. Yes, yes. Um, I didn't come up with that name, though. I think... Oh, uh, Ryan. Ryan, Ryan. Yeah, yeah, Ryan came up with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I actually started a Facebook page for that. I'm um, doing some bot work, and then we're actually going to start selling them on my new Shopify store, Suck My CAC. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, buy the Drives do Shopify store. Um, but I love but, that. but let me get into it, Jeff. I, I think, uh, you know, one of the greatest issues with gardening is it's hard to maintain a nice garden plain and simple yes and you can hire out but you can't you, there's no way to fix it other than putting more time or more money to it would you mm-hmm, agree with mm-hmm. me yes it is a bit of a sunken cost as they yeah. say because you know you got to replace that soil every two years maybe you'll get mites if you uh, don't take care of the soil over the winter and all, all that jazz Dave. so if you imagine a workaround try and put your brain inside my dome mm-hmm. what do you think what do you think i'm coming up with uh gardeners you're hiring drone no gardeners. i'm saying no i'm saying no extra no extra money this okay it sounds like a vr play Dave. no it's uh, not a vr play jeff it's, i'm it's looking tangible. at a fake a no, fake garden that's well, visualized it's, it's a real garden but it's real fake it's fake yes that's right jeff <laughs> we're talking fake plants all right yes, fake plants but but not just fake plants because what are the telling things about fake plants jeff uh the rubberized uh the leaflets um it doesn't bear any fruit if maybe you want a tomato or for sure but uh, there is you're not gonna get though there's bloomage. You're not going to get bumblebees. You're not going to get butterflies. They have no scent. What if they did, Jeffrey? Ooh, Is that something you might be interested? That actually might be something. I what if they not only had scent, but what if they were partly a little dead, too? What do you mean, dead? Were they ever alive? No, but what if they look a little dead? Maybe certain oh, parts look a little burnt. I see. Maybe certain leaves look like they're chewed I up by insects. See. Right, right, Maybe right. Maybe the dirt looks like dirt, too. Maybe it's all fucking fake. Huh? <laughs> what do you think about flower power, folks? My brand new installation company where we design your entire garden, your woods, mm-hmm. uh, you know, inside, outside. We do it everywhere. Trees, bushes, flowers. It's all fake and it's all real as hell nine out of ten um 
<clears throat> people with eyes, uh, you, you know, you can do one of those mind hunt things. Yeah. Uh, I'll take a picture of my patio. We have two fake plants and the rest are real. Yes. And I'm curious to see if the fans and you can point them out. Well, it's the hard picture. to tell. Is it hard to tell? I think it's hard to tell. Um, so we do recommend that you also interbreed the fake plants with some real plants. Mm-hmm. And then when you're showing people around, you push them towards the real plants. And then once people realize a no but this is for the test or this is for how you want to how you want to package it how you want to well, live both. that I'm life i'm saying the test right now at our patio i don't know i have 20 percent fake plants right surrounded by real plants mm-hmm. so it makes it harder to pick up the fake one because they're surrounded by real right because they do plants. such a good job making the fake ones some of them they do yeah for sure so you're saying so say i have a full garden bed right uh and now this is something that comes in. We're doing eighty percent fake, twenty percent real. But I thought all the dirt was fake. Uh, so you're mixing real dirt with uh, a little bit, bl- yes. plastic covering. Yes. Why not just go all fake? Because we want there to be some of the objects that um, uh, plants. We want there to be some real ones, just mm-hmm. in terms of. Um, you know, getting those birds, getting those nests, getting right. the bumblebees. But you do want to fill it out and you don't yeah, want to have to spend, get, you know, fake the, $500 at Lowe's. Yeah, we can't fake the flowers to the bumblebees. Right, know? right, right, right. So you're saying the fake are going to be like your your easier, your your like loose leafy, hangy, flowy Maybe guys. Maybe you have a bunch of big trees because right. trees are not really being able to look at the leaves. Now we're talking all year bloomage. So in the winter, you're going to have a nice cherry blossom in your front yard. Yeah, that's interesting. Isn't it? That's very interesting. You don't get the petals that are on the sidewalk. Some of them are electric, too, during the Christmas season. Oh, so they they glow? Yes. That's interesting. What glows on them, though? The leaves, the petals. um, Sometimes uh, we can make it look like a bumblebee or an owl is flying around in there. By working with the lights and sort of creating an optical illusion. And are we thinking of a full separate uh, internal battery source there? I got a bunch of plugs uh, all over my backyard at this point. Yeah, Uh, no, I mean, it's not a bunch of plugs. It's chosen trees, trees, and yet we are, um, they're solar powered, obviously. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm it's a solar play yes. it's a solar play and what's that name again dave it's called flower power because we're giving you flowers and we're also powering what we think is uh the future of beauty um and we're also powering those christmas themed trees bushes lights flowers right 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 ivy we we are actually coming out with a big ivy line in q2 of this year that we're pretty excited about well here's my question regarding the ivy dave because ivy's a climber as you know and mm-hmm. so it sounds like that that requires a full installation of maybe tacking the ivy all over you know your well, we, we're doing the, the 80 20 percent rule again jeff right so 80 percent of the fake and 20 percent is real and what that 20 percent ivy will do it's it's actually going to latch on and intersperse with that 80 percent fake. okay so that's all within the same bundle you're saying i buy this one thing and the 80 20 is in the same the say we have that long yeah, rectangular we weave planter. it together if you're just buying it and you don't want it installed mm-hmm. we weave it all together mm-hmm. and send it to you. Wow. 
and what is something like that going to cost me, my man? Well, depends. You know, uh, um, let's say on average, you know, the plants obviously range from twenty to you know two thousand. Where if you're talking weeping willows, right, 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 a full um, weepy willow. Our average customer spends around three hundred dollars with us at first, and yeah. they come back two months later and they spend twice as much. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So ballpark numbers. Um, we a backyard my size. We're talking maybe twenty by twenty by ten. Twenty by ten, we can do your backyard and make it look fantastic for nine hundred bucks. Nine hundred dollars, yeah, but that's a one-time cost, I imagine. That's a one-time cost, Jeff. Um, and that energy, the solar, is renewable. Um, you know, I, I can look at your backyard and estimate you spent with those, you know, few plants and mm-hmm. that dirt. I imagine you spent three hundred uh, all time. It's probably closer to I, six or seven. Yeah, and you know, you're not wrong, Dave. I'll, I'll give it to you there. You're not wrong about that. But maybe I like maybe I like the that contact of getting my fingers in that soil. Maybe I enjoy well, that. Well, you'll process. get your fingers in twenty percent of that. Soil. I'll get my fingers in twenty, which is at, at the end of the and day, no what 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 you really want. Because what we're having is we're lining that bottom with plastic, so no weed is coming through. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. You're familiar with that. We had that father's place of course yes you have Very that, the weed lining yes. i don't believe it is flammable though is it it was partially flammable oh are you shown. speaking of should we do a quick little story time about yeah, the yeah. rosenbergs growing up of course jeff i would love that what, uh, what age just what you, the nation needs just what the nation needs a classic little story time i'm guessing we're 13 14 uh, 13, 13 and a half because it was Bablio is uh, 15 at this point yeah, we're doing yeah. some backyard work we have a brutal backyard uh 45 degree slope correct me if i'm wrong mm-hmm. david covered in shrubs. downward slope just so we're clear yes a downward slope covered in shrubs a uh, real real mucky uh, marshy not marshy but like uh overgrown mucky, overgrown and um so like we're chopping we're chopping. We get a lot of this stuff down, right? We're choppers. I by think nature. we're getting we're getting eighty five percent of her down, aren't we? Maybe eighty, but and there's always that last twenty percent. That last twenty percent. That's where they get you, Dave. And we find ourselves a stump, right? Mm-hmm. We're digging around the stump. I think we have a pickaxe at one point. It's a bitch of a stump. It's, it's the mother stump. <laughs> it's the mother. It is the mother stump. And I think uh, Dad turns to me, asks me what we should do, and I say we should. We got to burn it. Let's burn, burn it. it. Burn Let's it to the ground. It. So how do we do? We try, you know, lighting, you know, the tip of it, all this, all this jazz. Uh, what's the solution get there? The gas. Get the gas, daddy. Daddy, go get the gas, daddy. So we fill up. I think we had uh, like one of the Aladdin yeah, cups yeah. that we have because we, we still, still have Disney of, cups yeah. from 1995. I filled this cup with uh, pretty fully with gasoline. We pour it all over the stump, okay? And then we ignite it. And boy, does gasoline burn bright, baby. A cup of gas can burn a lot. Meanwhile, all the dead branches and shrubbery is 10 feet away. Right. (laughs) And a big gust of wind blows and... um, it was a pretty big fire. It was a say. massive fire. I think it was the biggest fire. fire I've ever seen in my life. I've seen two bigger fires. Remember the one we were out on the beach in the Hamptons? Uh, yeah, but that was, was a full that was building a full burning. Uh, yeah. No, that wasn't a house fire. That was so we went to a, a weekend vacation with our dear buddy Vin and our our ladies. And I didn't have a lady on the trip. Just no, so we're clear. You didn't years ago um there is a a restaurant on the tip of the little peninsula there 
that was just engulfed in flames. And we ran over the beach. It was a beautiful sight to see, you know, with the, the our, moon fully. A lot fully. of people were suspecting arson. A lot of, well, because we, ta- we, well. we talked to a woman on the way back there and she said, yeah, every, you know, every three or four years, they kind of burn it to the ground. Jesus Christ. It was, uh, yeah, a, yeah, it was, it was, it was a massive. massive, massive fire. But back to our I home. I wish we saw the arsonist. Our home uh, almost gone on fire because we also had shrubs uh, along the line of yeah, the We were around the 20 garage. feet from the home. Mm-hmm. Mark's skylights are open in his room. I don't know if you remember that fun bit, Mm-mm. but the smoke was billowing. It was so black, so fast, and it, it was going into Mark's room almost because his sky is. Uh, we should have uh, had Mulio on here to tell this too. We should. We'll, we'll retell it with Mulio at some point. So, and then we and then the fire and Mar- oh right, we have right, the, classic the classic Marky line. line. Dad says. To Mark to go call the police. Mark runs in. No, he says go call the fire department. Go call the fire department. And Mark asks, "What's the number?" And you know what? Which I still, it's not clear enough to the American no, public. No, it's not clear that enough. Nine one one is also for the fire department, right? Yeah, because still not very clear if it is. Yeah, I don't think it is there either. There might be a seven one one. Because isn't there like a like it doesn't that automatically go to like the police I department? Know. I guess there's a dispatch the though, fire, yeah, and then the, they figure uh, out. Because if someone's having a heart attack, you call nine one one. It's the emergency number. But you know I, always, I, I never really understood the fire the department blue, is also nine one one. The boys and girls in red, and it stand up. Right? <laughs> where where are the firefighters? Because everyone almost likes firefighters more than cops. Because they yeah, go save a cat. Because they save people. Right? right. There was actually a great episode of. Um, uh, maybe King of Queens, perhaps. I've sure. Been on a King of Queens binge. That's a classic show. Good show. Um, yeah, but it wasn't. Um, what are we? We're talking about my idea still, right? Yes, but we're talking about the fire as well. Oh, the fire. Uh, yeah, fire was cool. Uh, and so the cops, uh, the fire department couldn't even find our house because we have a little Batman driveway. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we ended up putting the fire. We ended out up with putting it out. I think we found yeah. the hose. We had the buckets of water. The fire brigade and the home was saved to die another day. To die another day. But all the more reason, David, to swing it back to your idea yes. uh, as to why the house should have had fake plants in the back and anyway. Because you never have to burn, you know, yeah, a yeah. fake plastic stump because you'll never have a fake plastic stump. But we do stump. do fake plastic stumps. Yeah. Well, why we do, do you have fake plastic stumps? we do fake burnt stumps? bushes too, actually. That seems a little much, doesn't now, it? Cause, cause, oh, that's our fire pit. That's our fire pit over there. Okay, but what what about when you actually want to use the fire pit? And you switch a, a little switch under a tree, and it lights it up. Mm. Electric. So it's like the indoor fireplace, but it's for electric. Outside. But you could also put real wood on top. That's interesting, isn't it? That's actually really interesting. It is. And so let's let, should we should we throw her out for see, see who was in Send who's out the the horn. Ho- 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 I think it's a fantastic idea, Dave, for the price points you gave me for for the type of atmosphere, the aesthetics that it affords me. Uh, seems very reasonable. Uh, for these reasons, I'm in as a customer and investor. I think you're onto something really, really strong here. And I, you know, I of course am in on my own idea. <laughs> I think it's fantastic, um, and I'm glad to. Uh, can we call that a double or a triple, Jeffer? Should we give it the home run? Treatment? I think you'll get a double. A on ground that, rule my triple. Man. Let's get a it. ground rule ground triple. Rule triple. I agree with that. You know who's up next in the baddest box? <laughs> He's the more slender of the slender boys. 
He's El Jefe, the slender boy with the uh, uh, asthmatic personality. No, asthma. The... How is my personality asthmatic? Um, because it's uh, because I'm always out of breath when I'm around you oh, from laughing. Thanks, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, what do you got for us today? Dave, you know I've been involved in the softball league this season. I've been I involved have, in two years I ago. I dropped by last week. You um, remember? Yeah, I do recall. Streets was talking. Streets was talking there. Uh, so we're playing softball. We have uh, one umpire, right? Because it's a it's a it's a co-ed. It's a social league. You know, it's not supposed to be two you know uh, rule base it always gets there's always one guy there's always one guy yes usually on the other team this year and that's probably why we're not winning any games uh our record is one in five i believe but this is not part of the idea at all david Uh, i'm thinking about baseball right i'm thinking about you know i'm watching the nba playoffs too and i'm thinking about like all the times we have to we have to sit aside while the umps the refs are looking at plays in their own little box right in you know, caucus in caucuses, which is where they usually go to to a guy in a room with a bunch of monitors yep. uh, to figure it out. And you'll stop touching the mic at this yeah, point, yeah, Dave. Right. You won't touch it again. Well, it or we're gonna... <laughs> I took off my hat and it wasn't lined up anymore. <laughs> Dave, what I'm pitching today is, is a way for maybe that umpire who's behind home plate to call that second base out faster and e- easier uh, than he would normally. Because that's, that's 90 feet away. This ump has got to call that play, right? That double, that double play, or uh, oh, for your softball league, yeah, for the softball league, Dave. So today I'm pitching is a little company called Base Bing, okay? And Base Bings are bags that light up when you step oh, that's on them, great. okay? So what you do is when you're making that play at second, uh, we have we have that that Nike Run technology, okay? We got the chip in the shoe, okay? And chip then you, with the chips. <laughs> <laughs> I like that, Dave. Very very unfair to me, actually. And so when you touch that base with your shoe, it bings a certain color, okay? But you're gonna ask now, like, well, how do you know if if the other guy? is tagging the base uh how is he going to be called out he's got a separate chip in his shoe and there's the blue team and the red team that'll turn blue if the blue team touches the bag first to get the out and it'll touch red if the red team touches the bag first okay the runner versus the infielder here's the thing though um if you're on first base for instance Mm -hmm. uh ground ball the shortstop Mm -hmm. that first baseman is standing on the base waiting for the catch right so but the first base in this scenario doesn't matter we're talking about second base because once he's off the base it's no longer illuminated we'll say blue team is batting Let's say blue team bats, man on first. Man on first. So there's the base is currently blue because he's stepping on it unless he's taking a lead. Right? All right. So ground ball to shortstop. Ground ball to shortstop. Uh, All the shortstop player has to do is throw it to the second baseman or touch second base. Right? Let's say the second baseman runs to second base. Mm -hmm. He stands on the bag. Right. And then the shortstop. You're saying because he doesn't have the ball already, the base is illuminated. Well, that's why the chip is also inside the ball and it's inside the glove as well. So now it's all proprietary. Well, it's all proprietary. It's a chip game. Or the players have a chip in them too, dude? (laughs) You got a chip in you already. Well, the players have the chip in the shoe, Dave. And then the the ball has a chip in it. The the glove has a chip in it. (laughs) 
the umpire has a chip in his head. Where's the umpire's chip? No, the umpire doesn't need a chip because <laughs> all he's looking eyes, at is he that, he's all, all he's looking well, at is the does base. Why this pick. league pay another ten bucks and hire another umpire? <laughs> Well, case. I'm thinking we can we can move this uh, up to the MLB too as well, David. Well, I don't think he, I think there's a better way to do this system, and I think no, it I don't think you've allowed drones. <laughs> drone umpires is what it should be. David, I, I don't I don't think you're giving this uh, the right amount of respect it deserves, to be honest, because I think look, we already assume everyone's got the chip in the shoe, right? Yeah. And I don't think it's asking that much more to have it in the ball Nike and the be glove. Okay with that? Yeah, Nike's involved. Dave, we're actually partnering with Nike, and we've been in talks for a couple of weeks about the chip move. Because they do some type of chip with some shoe with their running. Don't well, of they? course, yeah, they do the run chip. And that's all, right. all. That's all tracky, Dave, and, and we're working with uh, the Bluetooth dongles and and all that fun jazz too. So, okay, and back to your scenario. But sometimes people, what if you slide into the base head first and you touch it with your hand? <laughs> <laughs> that's fair Dave that's uh, that's fair uh, we don't actually in softball you're not allowed to dive head first so we're not going to deal with that issue too much up top up top so do, just to be clear do, do the gloves have chips in them too the baseball gloves yeah yeah the baseball gloves do have chips in them and then the ball has a chip in them too. the ball has a single chip yeah and so how much is it costing this league to implement uh, your and the s- chips are cheap Dave chips smart. are cheap these days right. uh, you, you can get these things for a penny on the dollar the way the softball where our money, where our money is come, it, is it going to be able to take that? You're not really going to find that just because the ball uh, should light up too. That'd be cool. No, the ball doesn't light up, Dave. Well, if you're playing uh, a game at dusk, it'd be nice if the ball lit up. A well, little you're bit. usually if you're playing a dusk game, you'll have you'll have lights on. Not, on the field. not in inner city neighborhoods that uh, are lower income. Well, this is uh, we actually play in a lower income inner city neighborhood, and they do have lights. Well, luckily New York has some of the highest taxes in the world and can afford to put the lights on in brooklyn because mm-hmm. you're half a mile from the wall street pigs right and some of their pig families live out here but let's talk kansas city let's talk missouri let's talk about places what if i were to tell you the ball was lit i'm interested and that would and the gloves are lit as well no the ball the gloves, gloves and the bases are lit. lit bases and ball lit gloves don't even really need the chip i don't think because if the ball is lit and you don't need to put the chip in the glove. I don't even know. But then we, we want the base to turn the color, though. So the, the glove and the shoe are actually speaking to each other. It's a digital handshake. No, but the ball and the shoe should speak to each other when the ball gets to the shoe. And the ball's not touching the shoe. The ball's the in the ball glove. The ball would be close to the shoe. The glove is always there. When the ball is close to the shoe, then it will detect that the person is safer out, depending on which shoe closest to the ball first right well i think you're wrong there and i think i'm right all right do you want to pass it around the horn yeah i think we can horn it up um on this idea jeff um base bing uh and then we get a price point on that uh for each team it's going to cost you four hundred dollars to set you up with all the chips and in the field uh, so you have to pay for the uh this could be inserted into any shoe yes it can be but how does any how does this shoe light up now the shoe's not lighting up, Dave. It's it's the bases that are lighting up. The shoe is never shoe, lighting up. So just the base. Why does the shoe need a light? <laughs> like, uh, I thought maybe the bottom of the shoe could light up. No, because the base is lighting up, Dave. Yeah, okay. So you don't need both to light up. All yeah, you need yeah. is the base. The base is where you get out. Yeah, okay. I got that. You feel me on that, my man? Yeah, so 400 
for the whole team, so forty bucks a person on a ten-person team. Sure, yeah, forty That's bucks a person. Additional to what's the league? Um, you know, what's the fee for? Oh, the for, for a single man joining the league or woman mm-hmm. is you know sixty bucks. So you're at it, but you have this for the rest of your experience as a ball player, Dave. And it's something that you know I still use my signature series Cal so Ripken glove. So what are you glove. buying though? The the glove, and do you have to provide your own balls now or not? Well, no, Dave. It's all incorporated into into the league. So you're being forced to buy a forty dollar chip that you're putting into your glove somewhere. It's all subsidized through the league, Dave. Are they so this you the is league money? This is this is are business they, to business. Where, is it or? We have a deal for the gloves. You can get a cheaper glove. Where's the chip in the glove? The chip will will be right there in the sack. And that is inserted into new gloves or old gloves? No, it's a proprietary new glove, our our own signature series. And how much do those go on the retail market? Those are 45. That's not a bad deal, Jeff. How about I know, and I know you were looking for a glove recently. Gloves are a lot more expensive than you might think. Gloves are very expensive. So, how are you undercutting the gloves out there that are seventy and eighty bucks and putting Smart Tech in it? Because we're we're doing the we have a lot of runway now, Dave. Uh, we have big big investors in MLB and in in. Who the, do you speak the, to the, at MLB? I know a couple ladies. We're there. talking to Brixton. Brixton. Yeah, Mark Brixton. Mark, do you know his wife? Of course, Kathy. No, he's not married. No, he is and married, he Dave. I went to his <laughs> wedding. I went to his wedding a month ago. Yeah, it was well, beautiful it was destination. Quickie, it was an in and out type. It of was deal. not an in and out type of dry, deal. They no, call those drive through marriages. They've been in love for a very long time, right, David. They've well, been in love for a very, very long time. Fair enough, Jeff. Uh, the idea was strong at first, and it got weak, but then it finished off a bit stronger. Um, and and I'm glad to do this episode with you. And I think that might bring us to uh, what we like to call the ad break, Stacey scheming and stay howdy folks how y'all doing out there yeah pretty good dave I am proud to introduce you to a, a very cool company a company that you should know and you will know all right because if you run a creative business, you know how to make your clients look good. That's you what running a good business is all about. Mm-hmm. But if you're struggling with tedious administrative tasks, let HoneyBook do the work and make you look good. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people that listen to the podcast, they have a They're great idea for a business. And so what's holding them back? It's usually the, the admin work. The minutia. Yes, David. HoneyBook is an online business management tool that lets you control your client communication, bookings, contracts, and invoices all in one place. And if you're a creative freelancer or a small business owner, HoneyBook helps you stay organized with custom templates and automation tools. And Goliath Media is already using this. You needed to know. You can even use HoneyBook to consolidate services you already use, like QuickBooks, Google Suite, and MailChimp. Over 75,000 photographers, designers, event professionals, and other entrepreneurs have saved hundreds to thousands of hours a year, folks. It's your Time business. Is the only Dave. resource that God does not renew. It's your business, just better. With HoneyBook, okay? So right now, HoneyBook is offering our listeners 50% off their first year with promo code TWINS. 
ends. Payment is flexible, and this promotion applies whether you pay monthly or annually. Go to HoneyBook.com and use promo code TWINS for 50% off your first year. Get paid faster and work smarter with HoneyBook.com promo code TWINS. Now back to the show. And we're back, folks. And it feels good to be back after that fantastic ad or non-ad, depending on whether or not Headcom and Marty got us an ad. You smell that, baby? Oh, yeah. Reel it in! Reel it in! Reel it in! Reel it in! It's the catch of the day! Folks, the catch of the day is coming to you live from Northern Ireland, where the hole in the wall gang strikes again. Is that have a headline you want to be in? Yes, it is. The, ho- the hole in the wall gang. The hole in the as wall gangs gang. go, that's what I want to be in. These thieves have raided 11 times. And what they're doing is they're using a stolen digger. Like one of those construction diggers. Like a bulldozer? Like a bulldozer, essentially. With the arm. Bulldozer with the arm, with the arm on the, the crane back. almost. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and what they're doing is they're ripping ATMs out of the wall. And Jeffrey, <laughs> you and I just watched a video of this. Uh, because someone on the lovely Discord sent it into our Catch of the Day channel. Two people actually sent it in. I'll have to give him a shout-out. Hussein, who was on last week's episode, oh, nice. not shout only out sent to me Hussein. an article, but sent me a video. That that makes my life easy. Thank you for that, Hussein. And speaking of Discord, for anyone that's not on it, we actually have Discord people tuning in live right now folks very cool very new very different which brings us to one of the newer segments that i think we've only done maybe once or twice and that's the discord live submission submission very nice and and we have our lovely davy milk pills here with us today um would you like to pose a question i would like to pose a question what is the worst part about moving worst part about moving dave Uh, uh, don't get me started uh, my issue is that I have too much crap and I have a complete meltdown whenever I have to move. You do. You love your belongings more than you love your friends and family. I find that belongings have a certain uh, they identity can never leave to you. them. They your cannot. pet rock can never leave you. <laughs> That's pretty much the right answer. So it's packing and unpacking, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Packing is, is very uh, a huge annoyance. Yeah. You got to buy a bunch of suitcases or bags, boxes, really. Boxes, boxes aren't free. Nope. So with my company, we send someone to your house to pack up your shit, drive it to your new home and unpack it. Ooh. They unpack it and they place it? Yeah. So they live with you for like a week. (laughs) Where you like your stuff. They learn your general vibe. So when you move into your new house, it's exactly like your old house. I, that is very interesting. There um, are obviously some follow-up questions. Um, they need to live with you for a week beforehand and after. So is this two weeks? Yeah, I think so. I think that would give them like time to really like know who you are. <laughs> right. So let's say, you know, Anna and I want to buy a home in Connecticut. Right. Um, your service uh, 
would allow you to sleep in our one-bedroom Brooklyn apartment for seven yeah. days, and then you would pack all of our stuff. Uh, I imagine we would help you a bit, or you, your team has this covered? Or what if she's like, on Wednesday, she's like, ah, I'm really hungover. <laughs> I don't really feel like doing it today. What do yeah. we have in the fridge? Yeah, I heard and it's like, well, we thought you unpacked the fridge. You were puking in the bathroom. <laughs> well, yeah, you obviously are feeding me at least three meals a day. You got home we're at 5 a.m. last night, and you bed. brought three dudes. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I'm kidding. Two dudes. But this is for, you know, this is for the elite, the rich of the rich. So I don't know. They might be gone. They might not be at their house. They right. probably have 12 houses. We're talking second, third home living here. What I'm worried right. about is, um, uh, you know, I love the idea of getting to know someone uh, and then learning where they want their stuff. But at the end of the day, isn't that person who's moving in just going to tell them where to put it when they're there? That's true. So maybe they don't have to live with you. <laughs> and also, you, if you want a marrying that. of the old apartment, we're talking about also like the new place has to have a similar layout to the old yeah, place. Yeah, I was right? also thinking because that. Because we're like, if we're getting into the design, are they an interior designer? That's a big question. Oh, of course. They are absolutely an interior designer. We so, only hire the best. Yeah, because a lot of times, and Jeff kind of touched on this point, when you're moving somewhere new, it's almost a new beginning, right? And so you don't necessarily always want the same furniture knickknacks next to each other sometimes okay so we burn it and we buy you new stuff <laughs> oh, there you go it. you move into your home and it's beautiful you don't have to do anything right so oh, they're the mover as well correct so we're we're hands off we don't touch anything we walk into our place and everything's where we expect it to be but well, maybe they do something else too, where they, you know, work with furniture manufacturers and like, oh, maybe they trade in your old couch from two years ago for one that's slightly better. Yeah, it sounds like you're skyrocketing the budget here, if I if I do say well, so you myself. You can sometimes turn in a five thousand dollar couch from two years ago for a, a new couch that's four thousand dollars. True, valid, valid. So I think the interior decorator, if that's what you're pushing here, should have more of a say in terms of. Uh, the new stuff that they buy and not just be a moving service because I think your strength is sort of in them knowing the types of stuff to buy, the layouts, what works with their personality. And so maybe they're not staying for a week. Maybe they're staying for a couple days. I mm -hmm, think seven mm -hmm, days is a long mm -hmm. time. I think two <laughs> days is fine. All right. So maybe they're not spending the night. Maybe I think it's, it's based on how much stuff you have, you know, like a, a week for, for, you know, a five bedroom place. Yeah. But if you have a one bedroom place, maybe two days is Because if you are rich, you know, you're in a mansion, like, yeah, you're staying in the guest house for five days. We got, it's going to take two days to move. Uh, might take two days to pack. It might take two days to unload. Whereas something with Anna and I, you can come over at two, you know, we'll go out. I don't think you and Anna are my clients though. I'm, Going to why are we elitist. she's going for the big so budget you, boys yeah and girls. why don't you think i have a big budget <laughs> well i'm sure you do but you said you had a one bedroom house yes and if you knew the prices in this neighborhood you would know that was close to forty thousand dollars in rent a year which is no easy cheesies okay well uh, speaking That's of price taxes points too, let's so talk about a, a twenty five hundred dollar thousand dollar job a year to afford that one bedroom apartment yeah that's that's when you break down those numbers it is quite a jarring quite scary uh what would you charge for your one bedroom baby a baby's milk a thousand dollars a day 
Yeah. And then that includes the moving, Dave. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a. It's Does a, that include include outer state moving as well? Of course, but it's still a thousand dollars a day. Thousand so a day, Dave. From New York to L.A., it's going to take me, you know, six days to drive this truck. So mm-hmm. that's six thousand dollars. And are we paying for gas on that? Is that an additional cost? It's actually not an additional cost. Okay, that's, good. Well, that's huge. I did. I'm. Did we get a name for it? I don't have a name for it. I'm taking suggestions. Move uh, it or lose it. Move it or lose it. I love it. Um, and with that, I think we should send it around the horn. Thank you, Davies Milk Pills, for submitting this idea. One of our yeah, we'll clap um, that out. One of our Thanks, first Jeff. Discord submissions. Um, um, move it or lose it, Jeff. I think I'll I'll go first here, and I'm in the lose it. But okay. really, I think there's a plethora of issues that is uh, is wrong with this idea. Unfortunately, Davy's milk pill slot stepping into the pig pen was going to be a fun experience, and I'm here to tell you, I ain't Mister Wonderful. I'm just unsubscribed I from the pig. <laughs> no, you're a Patreon. You didn't. You gotta mention that at the top of the show. I, I'm in it to I, win I it. I like this idea, and I think it's got some legs. And, and so you're I, in I it now. I especially like the fact that I'm not paying extra for gas because that's something that that's huge. And I'm also I'm 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 a move it. I'm a move it, not a lose it on this one. I think it's a fantastic idea. I think you're right with those, those big budget households. They're willing to uh, to dish out the cash for something like this. Uh, I think it's a top notch idea. Yeah, so that's two move its and no lose it. There you go. Clap it out. Clap it out. Thank, Thank you. you, baby Davies Milk Pills. All right, Dave. Uh, if, if we've forgotten, uh, but you know, we also have multiple forms of submitting. Yes, uh, where the, can they submit? They can submit on the Twitter. They can submit on the Instagram. They can submit on the Facebook. They can submit on iTunes. Email when they leave the, a review. They can email. email. Yeah, the email is ideas at twinovation.biz. and they we can say also the other email. Should we just move over? No, we're not going to say the other okay. email, Dave. And they can also call into our number. There's a familiar voice in there. Yeah, very nice. And we're going to start off with the email submission. This comes from John Estrada. John Estrada writes... Oh, John is a very active nation member. Yeah, very good, Johnny. Boy, we respect that. What up to the Twinovation home office? It's your boy, John, from San Antonio. I'm a proud member of the research team here at Twinovation South Division. We love that. I am delighted to say we have figured out a solution to a problem that is gripping this country. That's right. I'm talking, of course, about avocado hand. That's when you try and take out the pit of said avocado, but miss and end up stabbing your precious hand, sending you to the hospital and ruining your meal. Dave, I've experienced this before. Have you? Trying to take that pit out is is a real disaster. Need a spoon. That's why today I'm glad to announce the palm board, a cutting board for your hand. It fits like a glove, but the palm is made out of a proprietary cutting board surface. Okay. Uh, You following now, Dave? Yep. It leaves your fingers completely free, so you grasp anything that needs cutting, such as an avocado, lemons, apples, etc. This product will earn you $9.95, and we hope it, it will will be featured item on QVC in the near future. I hope you boys can figure out a tagline. As always, stay scheming and stay dreaming. P.S. My B-Day is this Saturday. At this point, it's last Saturday. The 4th would love a shout out. Also, Huff is a no good snitch. Happy love birthday, that. John. Love it. Um, and I think uh, maybe a fun tagline could be cut it out. 
cut it out. Ooh, cut that's not bad. Out. All right. And I, I for what love this idea and I would love, uh, I, I know you might be working with, um, the home shopping network. Uh, you, you, but, but I would love for you to take a look at Goliath Industries, um, dot my shopify.com. Um, well, let's stick to the palm board here for a second, Dave, yeah. because I think it's a fantastic idea. You have kind of like, I imagine you, you slip your hand on the back, kind of like, uh, you're, you're combing a dog with one of those hand yeah, handles yeah. or something but like that. So you have, you have the webbing on the back. Yeah. Uh, and then it kind of like, it's got like the grooves in it to fold and you can just kind of like really palm it and, and get in there without worrying about stabbing yourself. I think it's a fantastic idea. It is a fantastic idea. My one issue is with the palm. Obviously, that's destroying force all across uh, the world. So uh, as much as I love... Well, he never really said the, it was made out of uh, palm itself, though. He's talking about your, the palm of your hand. Are you sure about that? I'm not entirely sure, but, you know, it, I think it could be made out of any sort of uh, plastic, uh, some proprietary... Uh, well, I don't mess with plastic either, Jeff. So well, if you're, you have a cutting board, it's probably made out of plastic, I don't though. have a cutting board. You do not own a cutting board? I um, have the uh, a type of glove that I use as a type of... Uh, There's no glove like this palm board, <laughs> Dave, and, and you're doing an injustice to John by saying you own something similar to if that. If John's the, on the Discord, we'd love to know what type of palm you're talking about, the hand palm or the palm. Well, I, I think he's clear. He's calling it the trade. palm board, and it rests on your palm. But there's palm boards, though, aren't there? There are, and I think it would be cool if it was made out of palm, and I think we have enough palm for the boards because it's not that big. The T4 station of uh, planet Indonesia? Earth is not that big. No, I think I think the issue you're thinking about is with the palm oil itself. And that comes from the palm, the tree. tree. The palm tree. <laughs> right. Well, if we, can we round back to the idea here, though? We what are rounding back to the idea. My, my problem is with the production. So we are rounding back to the palm idea. <laughs> I love the idea. I have a problem with the production. I'm in as a customer because of that. But I cannot be in as an investor if part of my money is going towards the deforestation of Indonesia. And that's fair. Uh, regarding myself, I think the, the Palm Board is a fantastic idea. I can envision it right now. Johnny Boy, I'd love for you to email us and maybe we can get the ball rolling on this deforestation uh, product. Clap it out. What's up, fuckers? <laughs> my name is Jed. Let me pose a question. Please do. What are... What's the number one thing kids are obsessed with these days? Video games. Toys. That's right, poop. poop. So many board <laughs> games that are obsessed around flinging poo, flushing toilets, stepping in poo, and toys that, like the unicorn that poops slime, kids are obsessed with the shit. Literally. So, introducing <laughs> Eat Shit, a game where players roll <laughs> dice, and whoever gets the lower number has to choose from an assortment of chocolates, nice. some of which taste of rotten eggs or Ooh. other disgusting flavors. Like birdie pots. You're the person exactly. who... Doesn't eat shit to win. 10.99 includes dice bars and a sass that says uh, "shit eater" or "shithead" and <laughs> other you know nicknames for the losers to wear. <laughs> That's and uh, refill packs are 5.99. Come with about 10 bars. Simple game. Kids will love it. Uh, tagline: Remember, kids, tell your friends to eat shit. <laughs> uh, 
Thanks, assholes. There you go. Thanks, assholes. Jen. I love it. That's a fantastic That's idea. Perfect. Dave, what do you think about it? It seems like a I fun think, game for holidays. Yeah, it's you have a, a bunch of game. chocolates. I uh, think the, the demographic is a little bit off. I think this is more of a adult game. I think there's different versions of this, of this with the liqueur chocolate. Um, I don't know if any parent would want their kids you know uh you know under the age of 15 or so um telling each other to eat shit and whatnot well but, you but never I can, know when, when the adults get a little drunk you know yeah. those 50 year olds they like school, yeah i think 15 16 you can you know sort of maybe turn this into some type of spin the bottle kissing game of right sorts. right right it's um, almost like the antithesis of that though yeah, because yeah. your breath is going to smell like rotten eggs maybe there is like right. a like a rotten fish flavor right uh, can you so think of any other flavors just taste um um these would be um uh um design taste right you're actually you're not obviously eating no no i don't think that no no, of course i just want to be clear just uh, yeah no you're not eating shit i don't think he was presenting eating right 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 right. yeah it's not gonna make you sick right right Right. like you said during the pitch it's like birdie bots every flavored beans where even the booger flavored one still you know so say there's there's five people playing there's 20 chocolates i think each roll of the dice is what did you say? Whoever gets the lower number has to choose from an assortment of chocolates. Okay, so you go round robin. Yeah. The lowest person has to eat one, and then does the winner? Does like who? How does it progress? You know? Yeah, maybe it's like um, uh, you, there's a lot of different ways you can play this, and maybe there's customizable factors. But let's say five people are playing. You roll the low one. And I, I would assume that every chocolate in there is disgusting to some degree. No, I think, but I think some are regular. No, they're all shitters. They should all be shitter, or no, maybe they're not all because shitters. you can, you can. Maybe con- it's eighty twenty, right? And and if you roll the lowest, you have a eighty percent chance of eating something shitty and a twenty percent chance of eating something good. So there's still the way out if you roll low. Right, right, right. And so let's talk some flavors. I think you can have a little diarrhea type of one where there's some <laughs> liquid inside. Oh, a real g- gusher, if you a will. A gusher, yeah. Uh, you can have harder little, you know, rabbit poos, perhaps. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I think you should do poo themed. Um, I think I think rotten milk, foul milk, spoiled milk is is really disgusting. Yeah, but I almost want to think more of in the poop category than in the spoiled food category. Yeah, but I think like eating poop is like actually going to make someone puke right right is it a puke game so maybe it looks like poop but it tastes like rotten food right right okay right so let's do maybe a string bean one that's sort of like um i don't know if it looks like poop though because well, how is it gonna it, sit in a little container i was imagining a little more it. like the calendar what's the calendar it looks it's, like poo. it's definitely a lot funnier if it looks like poo yeah i agree it's funnier if it looks like poo but isn't the humor about like knowing that it's not gonna taste like the thing that you're looking at because i don't think you're gonna like put like a log of shit in your mouth if it tastes like chocolate or a bad version of chocolate. Right, right. Well, so John, like, let us... Or not, no, not John, this is Jeb. Jed, let us know. Judd. Jed. Maybe Judd. I, I can't really tell from the transcription here. Yeah, I think it's Judd. I'm in as a, as a customer and an investor, though. Dave, what about yourself? Yeah, uh, I am as well. Sound off, you know, on Reddit, our, our episode links never get much uh, commenting. Um, so please chime in. Uh, Reddit's still where it's at, even though, you know, we like that Discord shit too, you know. But we also like Twitter. We also like Shopify. You know, we also like Instagram. So like, don't make it about you know that. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, um, 
so that's that, man. I, you know, that's that's what that is. I think we had three great submissions. Uh, I thought you and I really leveled the playing ground here uh, in, in terms of building this smooth, uh, sexy season mm-hmm. or whatever we're calling it now. I think Halloween is going to be excellent, uh, perhaps excellent. I think there might be some treats there uh, for people. Well, if like uh, if you're if you're a long-time listener, perhaps I'll make some clam dip for some lucky fans. Well, that's beautiful. There might even be some fucking Rosie's Frozies there, and that might not even be my idea. That's I might true. just do fucking pet. Well, you already pitched rosies rosies but now i have them right sort of i haven't thought yeah <laughs> well you know it's a work in progress what's the date today how much time we have today's the this episode will air on i believe uh may 10th and then the show is what date may 17th and and and, and what's that room look like jeff this is at the gutter the bowling alley correct mm-hmm. it's it's spacious the it's standing spacious. room uh, I think we'll have fold-out chairs, uh, you know, something for if you want to bring the family. There, there's enough room for everyone. Uh, then are we partying in that room after? Uh, I think we, we can, or alley? we can go wherever we'd like. I'm just wondering, are we, like, having, like, yo, we, we got we got people hooked up, we got music playing, we got Miles. We're turn. all working on it. We're, let me know if you need help on any of that shit. You got it, my man. That's cool, man. Yeah, dude, I love doing these episodes with you, Jeff. You're uh, you're a swell guy. I think uh, you're a swell guy too. Um, right off the bat, I'll say that uh, any fun weekend plans? I know you tend to, uh, you know, pull the graveyard shift sometimes during the weekend. This is true. Well, we're actually coming up into into Mother's Day. Don't forget that free shipping uh, on the slop shop uh, for Mother's Day up until Mother's Day and the week after. Um, Buy big or go home. Because mom deserves some uh, baby baby socks. <laughs> baby baby socks, indeed. And as always, stay. So, uh, you gotta, <laughs> when you oh, and as always, like why, oh, you, why you did you that? Uh, you did that at the at the break, though, David. Oh, I see. So you were was that a callback or you? It was a bit of a callback. Yeah. I think Do you remember getting... any memorable Mother's Days in the past? Because we always used to buy Mother a, yeah. a tree. Or, you know, a she's tree. Got, she bought a tree for herself and said we got her. Right. You know, she just took down one of those trees, one of those very expensive trees but that she we bought her. she moved it, didn't she? Did she? I she thought moved. she really chopped her right, right on down. Did she? Did she burn the stump? I think mom, <laughs> see, mom's And as mom. always, stay <laughs> scheming and stay dreaming. Walking out the door, robbing their bank, got the chauffeur, make some more pearls. Now when open through, sure the day with two dudes for innovation. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs> <laughs>